Hi everyone, welcome to Career Chat. I'm your host, Grace Wyckoff. I'm a member of the class of 2023 here at DeSales and I'm a career ambassador. Get ready to hear from our professional staff, career ambassadors, members of the DeSales community, and of course, some very special guests. I look forward to all of us learning together. Now, let's jump right into it. Hi, everybody. Welcome to this week's episode of Career Chat. It's Grace, and I'm here with my fellow career ambassador and good friend, Lauren Linder. Uh, Lauren, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, absolutely. My name is Lauren Linder. I am a junior dance and media studies double major, and I'm a second year career ambassador. So as a dance major, I really focus in what I call exploring artistic values within the dance world uh, through dance and through movement, which really just means taking a magnifying glass to what people value within dance and trying to explore whether or not I like that and what I think about that. In terms of how I got to the Career Development Office, I went on the Freshman Leadership Summit, my first my first uh, school year here, which you should do if you're a first year student. Absolutely go on FLS, it's an excellent experience. Um, I really connected with the Career Ambassadors and especially with our uh, Director of the Office, Kristen Eicholtz, when I was on that, on that retreat. And I just, I felt this infectious, just like love for career development and for helping students and helping students get to where they want to be that I just knew I really wanted to be a part of that office. And I've loved every minute since I've been here. I love that. That's so great. How did you get to the career development office, Gray? Um, I ended up at the career office through you, Lauren. Oh my gosh. <laughs> um, I wanted my junior year um, after COVID and everything to just try and get a little more involved in my last two years here. And my mom's a career counselor, so this was something I was already, you know, pretty familiar with. Um, and then you said it was the best part of your week was coming to work. So I was like, well, I got to do that now. I guess that's how I'm going to do it. Um, but it was a really good decision. I love working here. We're going through our recruiting process right now. So yes. if you also want to work at the career office, uh, reach out to either of us or you can come into the office and someone would be more than happy to to talk to you about that. Join our team. Yes, join our team. So Lauren and I have been uh, working in the Career Development Center to build more of a uh, curriculum and more arts-specific events uh, within DeSales for the Division of Performing Arts. Uh, I'm a TV film major, like Lauren said, she's a, she's a dance major, and we had an event, um, an artist journey that went really well. It was so much fun, a great response. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about that and what that experience was like for you? Yeah, absolutely. I started working at the Career Development Center last school year when I was a sophomore, and I really wanted to help like bridge the gap between the Performing Arts Department and the Career Development Center. But it wasn't, I wasn't super able to do it on my own. So when Grace got here this year, we were able to really team up and work really hard together as well as with our pro staff to end with the performing arts department to create some of this curriculum. So what Grace and I ended up doing was all last semester we worked very closely with um, a DeSales alum and former career ambassador Paige Matsarath who is a career coach at Colgate University for performing arts students and we worked with her as well as doing a lot of our own research to create this event that we had uh, presented right at the beginning of the semester where we went over cover letters and resumes and portfolios and headshots, all for uh, career development focused on art students. Yeah, it was so much fun and Paige was so awesome and everyone should go listen to Beyond the Tassel yes. for Annie's episode uh, with Paige. Uh, she's going to talk about um, her, her journey as an artist and how it led her to where she is. So that was really fun. Um, so why we 
like to do this is because we're artists as well, yeah. right? I think that what kind of makes being in, in a career in the arts kind of unique is because it's so much more than a job too. So why why are you an artist, Lauren? Why do you why why did you choose this? It's so um, it's so different, and it's not really a straight and narrow path. So what what made it worth it to you to choose to pursue a career in the arts? That's such a great question, Grace. I think it's so layered wanting to be and wanting to pursue a career in the arts. I think something that's uh, fairly universal with artists is that there's this like innate need. Like, it's not just a desire. It's not just a want to be an artist. It's like, I have to be an artist, and my life will not be complete unless I follow this path. And I think it took me a while to get there. Um, But once I did, it's something you can't shake. It's like you feel like, or I feel like, like my life won't be complete if I don't pursue my art. And I'm sure you feel very similarly. I do. I totally agree with that. I think that one of the things that we've talked about with with our presentations and everything is that with the pandemic and one of like the darkest times, everybody turned to artists. Absolutely. And I think that stories are one of the most powerful things. And that's why I that's why I do what I do. I think storytelling is so important. Um, and I think there's so many good stories that need to be told. Uh, and I think art is a really really special way to do that too. So we talked about that this is really important to us as artists to kind of educate our peers in the sales community and other artists on how to attain a job after graduation because this is so much more than a job. We got to work with Ann Lewis, the head of our performing arts division, who was so wonderful and so helpful in helping us facilitate this event and get students to come do it. And we kind of originally came up with this idea because we noticed a gap between the Career Development Center and the Division of Performing Arts. Do you want to talk about that a little bit as well? Yeah, for sure. I think uh, Grace and I both were sort of experiencing this without ever really communicating it until we ended up like connecting about this. Within the Career Development Center, not very many events or a focus on performing arts students. And as two very passionate performing arts students who were also incredibly passionate about career development and our DeSales Career Development Center, there was a noticeable gap between our two departments. And that also was the same for the Performing Arts uh, Department. We were also able to see that there wasn't much outreach to the Career Development Center from within the department. So Grace and I saw that and we really wanted to challenge that and create more of a curriculum to aid students of all years. Yeah, definitely. I think that the earlier you can start in any major, the better, better. let alone uh, in something that does is a little more complicated and does take a little more time. Mm-hmm. Artist journeys are so unique and they're very nonlinear. Absolutely. And untraditional. Absolutely. <laughs> and can be overlooked. But within the division, that is even very unique. Mm-hmm. And every single student is going to have a completely different career journey, completely different documents, Absolutely. which can make it challenging to kind of find uh, the right the right path and the right way to go. Um, so I think that's a big part of the reason we wanted to do this. As artists, it's really yeah. hard to figure out what to do and what the next step is when it, because it is so nonlinear. Um, we talked about how art isn't you know a more like traditional mm-hmm. career path or anything. But I think what people don't always understand who are on the outside looking in is that not only are the arts valuable for you know people to watch it and for entertainment or education but it's also the artists are gaining so many skills and it's so valuable they have all these skills that 
people in a more traditional career path might have as well, but also are gaining them just like in a different way. Do you want to talk about like the value in that and how it is kind of applicable to a lot of areas? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the biggest things that we were uh, talking about when we were first building this curriculum and these events that we wanted to do with our art students through the Career Development Center was talking about all the transferable skills that art students have based on their experiences and what they're learning in and outside of the classroom. So just like for an example is like anybody that works in the box office is working on their communication skills, their professionalism skills, their problem solving skills on a daily basis working with patrons and making sure that everybody gets their tickets where they need to and helping patrons navigate like the website or navigate buying tickets. And it's all these skills that are useful in every profession, but are being honed in a different way through the performing arts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We talked about the career competencies too, mm -hmm. and the teamwork, uh, communication, leadership, all of that, and how it's all so important. And you know, you're gaining that uh, in a setting. With, I think what's cool about DeSales and our division of performing arts is that it's very collaborative. Okay, with some of the more like tangible, concrete things of actual just career tips for artists, because we all need them. Artists, it's when we were looking, um, researching for our event, there's not a lot of clear-cut answers for mm -hmm. things. So these are just some tips that I think we have and we've kind of gathered in our research that we think might be helpful um, to, to artists as well. So uh, headshots. Headshots. Lauren, you're a performer, you're I a dancer. Am. I am. Headshots are so important, especially for any performing artist that's looking to be a performer and look and looking to go to auditions. Um, your first impression can be made in like seven to 10 seconds. And often that's gonna be what your headshot looks like. So it's really important to communicate what you wanna communicate through your headshot. It should be updated so it, like if there's a side-by-side -side of you and your headshot, you should look the same. Your hair color and length should be the same. You should just look like how you normally do, um, but it just presents you in a way that makes you desirable to this uh, casting director. Yeah, that that first impression is something that I think is very unique to performers and having, you know, you getting a job or not based on your looks, which is usually something that's like crazy, but that's, you know, part of being a performer too. Mm -hmm. um, and I think having your um, resume either printed or stapled on the back too, if you're going to an audition, can definitely be helpful for them to have everything they need right there since it is such a quick first impression too. I think uh, with resumes, that's probably the thing that varies the most among the three, among Absolutely. the three majors, um, you know, being performance-based or behind the scenes. I think it looks super different for each major. But it, at the end of the day, it's really just about showcasing those transferable skills that everybody yep. has mm -hmm. uh, and mixing that with your unique technical uh, and creative capabilities that are unique to you. Um, so do you want to just give a quick rundown of what a theater resume would look like? So for a theater resume for performance-based, uh, there's a typical like three to four column layout that includes the title of the work, the role you had, and the director. And uh, for a fourth column would be the, the year that it was produced. Um, and it's really important also to include your professors uh, in your education section, include the professors and include master classes that you've taken because the performing arts industry is so small and everybody knows everybody. And if you're gonna go to New York and it says that you 
went to DeSales University and, and took class from John Bell, somebody's going to know John Bell and say, oh my gosh, that's so exciting. I also took class from John Bell at DeSales <laughs> University. Let's work together. Yeah, definitely. And then our design, our design tech students too. We have one for them. Do you want to go over that too? Yeah, for sure. So making sure to include a similar thing, like what the show was, where was it, who was either the director or the choreographer, and the year and what you did, as well as including technical skills like your the softwares uh, you utilize, any hard skills like light hanging and stuff like that that you have, as well as uh, certifications. Um, and special skills can also include, for any uh, performing arts person, special skills can include a driver's license and a passport, in addition to other more concrete skills like software and certifications and hardware knowledge because you might get, like you might be auditioning on a Thursday and then get the role and then in a week they want you across the country or in another country to do this role. So you're, it's really important that uh, these casting directors or anybody hiring knows that like you have the ability uh, to be transported as well as like the ability to go elsewhere. Uh, moving on to dance, Lauren, you're a dancer. Uh, do you want to talk about that? I am a dancer and I would love to. So a similar thing for uh, from the theater one for performances, list the title of the piece, the choreographer, uh, as well as where you, where you performed this. For teaching, you can format it like a traditional job resume, including uh, bullet points with the implementing the transferable skills that we spoke about earlier, as well as other details about like the number of students you taught, what you taught, stuff like that. For choreography credits, list the title of the piece, the music that you utilized, if any, where and when it premiered, and any awards you received. Similarly from the theater resume, in your education section, include the professors you have, because people have connections. And also it's really important to include your diverse coursework and show that you're versatile, because we take lots of classes that make us really well-rounded, not only dancers, but also people and performing artists. So it's really important to include this to, for uh, people that are hiring you to know that you have all these skills and all this uh, background information as well. Yeah, definitely. And I love your point about connections are everything because everything. it's so true. Uh, with TV film, uh, I think it's a little more traditionally formatted, so they get it a little easier. Uh, but you know, having your name, your contact information, your title, all your special skills, which can range from software uh, to video production, whatever, whatever it is, your education, uh, and then all of your professional experience can be formatted in a traditional way. So having the company, uh, the position, and then uh, a sentence or bullet point about what you did. Uh, and that's a great opportunity to get a little more specific with, with how you use the softwares um, and quantifying. Uh, if you had a social media position, position or a graphic design position, uh, how, how that impacted the company numbers-wise, whether it was more views or anything like that. Uh, and the dates as well. And then I think what's really fun for our student filmmakers is you can have a second page addendum where you put your academic uh, films, especially if you're going something that's a little more um, creative rather than corporate. This can definitely be a good thing. Um, they can be very short, just a sentence about each one with any awards you use, certifications you used on that to kind of show the variety of roles that you've held as a filmmaker because as an intern uh, or someone starting out in the in the field that can be really important to be diverse uh, and be skilled in a lot of different areas so with cover letters they're basically going to be the same as any other traditional job yep 
Um, what are the things you really want to pick out and highlight in the cover letters? The biggest things uh, in your cover letter is to pick out those transferable skills that you already have and figure out um, a good way to apply them to the experiences that you have. Your cover letter is really just a way to show whoever is reading it like a little bit more about your personality. So anything that you wouldn't be able to communicate through your resume. So it's really important to pick out those transferable skills and say, because I was, because I worked in the scene shop for four years at DeSales University, I have XYZ skills and that would be helpful to this job because. And it's using just concrete examples that are related to your resume and just going into more detail. Yeah, anything quantifying in there as well, too, mm-hmm, can be really, really important, too. Yeah. Um, and it, pulling from job ads and casting calls mm-hmm. to find those skills and find exactly what they're looking for can be really helpful when Even structuring and writing terms. that. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely. One of my favorite things to work on with students when they come in, especially artists, is their portfolios. Mm-hmm. I think that is an element of storytelling and kind of showcasing all of your work as an artist. And we do do so much hard work that I think it's really fun to help people showcase that. Um, the most straightforward way to do it is a website, but that costs money. It's expensive. We're college <laughs> students. Uh, so here are some other ways to showcase all of that, all of your hard work. Uh, a YouTube channel, if you are video-based, is a really great way to have all your work on one place, and it's free, and it's something you can link everywhere, and everyone can have access to. A reel, um, which should be the best video work that you've done, yeah. uh, your best performances, your best films, whatever that is. Um, and if you wouldn't want somebody to hire you based on that thing, probably Don't shouldn't go it. anywhere in your portfolio. Um, and then social media, Instagram, Facebook, anything like that to showcase your work, especially if you're not necessarily video based. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you're more of a photographer, or a graphic designer, that can be a really good way to do that. And then with LinkedIn, LinkedIn is really great if you're just starting out because not only is it um, a really good way to connect with professionals and reach out to people and connect with your peers, um, utilizing the featured media section and keeping your um, posts regularly updated with any awards you're winning for your work or any new projects you make. Mm-hmm. As soon as you know you have the permission or it's done with its festival run, it should immediately go into whatever your portfolio is. So Absolutely. I think that's a really good way to kind of get a lot out of one platform, but with uh, professional you know, connections and everything, as well as having a place for people to see your work. So not only are we artists uh, and noticed a gap uh, individually, and that's kind of why we wanted to start facilitating more of a curriculum. Um, and if we think it's kind of on, on both ends, or on all ends, you know, the students, the mm-hmm. Career Development Center, the Division of Performing Arts, kind of connecting everyone more. We think that's really important. That's a big part of the reason we wanted to uh, facilitate more of a curriculum. Uh, we got to present at winter training, which was really yeah. fun to all of our career ambassadors. Uh, do you want to talk about what that was like? Yeah, absolutely. We we gave them lots of the information that we just gave you, uh, and they'd never really been exposed to before, so I'm sure it was a little overwhelming, but all of our career ambassadors are fully trained to work with performing arts students, and uh, we'll continue to be updated as Grace and I learn more, and our pro staff learn more about how to best serve this community. Yeah, and they're all so nice, so hardworking, so welcoming. Uh, You should definitely come see all of us in the office. But like we said, this is the first step of a larger program, curriculum, and relationship between the Performing Arts Division and the Career Development Center. And I think we're both really, really excited to kind of see 
uh, where this goes and, and how it grows. How it grows, yeah. exactly. Uh, I think it's going to be really fun and really beneficial. This is not the end mm-hmm. of uh, art-specific content and career development and bringing events to the arts students. Lauren and I actually are part of a series on mm-hmm. our Seeking Success blog that's coming out really soon. Uh, about portfolios Mm -hmm. and it's part of a larger series so if you are a writer or a business student you should definitely check out the rest of that series as well. Yeah Grace and I are continuing to work really hard with our pro staff and with uh, the performing arts uh, staff and faculty to create some more content for everybody and please like reach out to us if you have anything that you're looking for. We know that we've heard a lot about wanting to hear more information about uh, portfolios and reels as well as uh, using LinkedIn as artists. So we are working on all of that, but please like reach out to either of us uh, if you have any ideas and what you'd be looking for too. Yeah, definitely. So when you come into the office to get your resume or your reel looked at, uh, you should come to Dueling 121, the office in Dueling just outside of the Skylight Lounge. Um, and we said that all of our career ambassadors are trained, but if you prefer to see Grace or I, because we are artists and we have a little bit of a different perspective. Grace, when do you work? I work Monday, Wednesday, Fridays from three to four. And I work Monday, Wednesday from two to four. So if you come from three to four on a Monday or Wednesday, you'll see both of us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if you want to go online, you can make an appointment. Uh, with a career ambassador and there's also uh, a lot of internal pages on my DSU for even more resources about career development in general. It'll be under your team sites. Along with our art specific events, we have some other really exciting uh, general career development events that are coming up. Uh, We have Insights for Internships. Do you want to tell us about that one? Absolutely. So the Insights for Internships event is just uh, an opportunity to learn more about internships. And that event is on March 16th from 6 to 7.30 in the Duck. We also have, as part of our Empowering Connection series, the Power of Women Advocacy, Representation, and Legacy. um, And that's at March 24th at 5.30 p.m. also in the Duck. And then our etiquette dinner is back this year. So exciting. So exciting. We never got to experience it in Mm -hmm. full because of COVID. Um, So everyone's everyone's gone to it, says it's so much fun, so you should totally come. And with the etiquette dinner, we are also working on getting some of our performing arts faculty involved with that, which I think is going to be really fun. Uh, so if you want to have dinner with your professors, you should definitely come yeah. to the etiquette dinner. And uh, and lots of good etiquette for dinner settings. Yes. Uh, and that'll be on April 6, 5.30 to 8, also in the duck. Um, and there will be a sign up for that, so make sure you keep an eye out for that as well. Lauren, thank you so much for being here with me. I've been really looking forward to this. I had so much fun talking with you today, and I think that it was a really um, great way to get even more information out to our fellow performing arts students. So thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I love serving this community. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Career Chat. Make sure to follow the DeSales Career Development Center on Instagram, Facebook, and Snapchat to keep up with all the wonderful things happening, including this podcast. I look forward to seeing you in the Career Center.